<laughs> I'm just going to jump right into it because I'm happy today. Oh, yeah? Yes. About? You'll hear. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com to catch up on all of our back episodes. And you can always reach out to us and hit us up on social media at symbol thewatchlistpod. So besides my little flub of the opening of this show, I'm quite a happy camper. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Because we're not doing the mass Singer anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> so, folks, yes. it is a glorious, glorious day. And, and and now, to be fair, yeah, I'm fucking enjoying this. All right. So, Patty hits me up via text and says, instead of the mass Singer, and she had me at instead of the mask Singer. <laughs> so, basically, anything after that would fly so why so why ditch the mask singer i'm just kind of i'm i'm over it and this latest episode they unveiled hansen as the russian dolls and i'm just wait the two hansen guys the group, the Mbop Hansen guys, there's three of them, apparently. Oh, there are three of them. I'm sorry. I got them confused with Extreme or whatever the fuck. I don't care. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> wow. Apparently, there's some sort of uh, uh, scandal or some shit with Hansen because they said things. I don't, I don't know. What? Uh, I don't know because I don't follow them. People on Twitter were very pissed off that, that Hansen was on the show in the first place. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. People were pissed off, so I'm like, whatever. But aside from that, I'm just, it's just not an interesting. So, and I, and I mean this, and I, and I, I'm not trying to take away from the fact that, you know, Mass Singer is entertaining, but do you think that people are done with that show? I don't know, because there's still quite a good following on Twitter discussing it while the show is on. But personally, hmm. it's it's the same thing over and over again. The 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 panelists, the judges in air quotes panelists, they clearly you know who this person is, especially when it's somebody really famous with a very distinctive voice. Right. And when it's someone any of the panelists have worked with in the past, they all claim I don't know who it is and throw out some weird ass totally not at all guesses and then i'm everybody you know anyone on twitter who is a fan of whoever it might be they know exactly who it is and they're like why are the judges throwing out fake guesses because they always are that's what they do every time why is everybody angry about it and i'm i'm just some well they're trying to make good tv because if everybody knew who this was exactly but it's the same thing every week over and over over and over Mm, okay. And that's, and yeah, I mean, and I totally get that. That's why I've ditched certain shows too, because it's yeah. the same shit over and over and over again. Yeah. The so, first two seasons, it was, it was more entertaining. Now it's just like tired old stuff. Mm, well, remember, and it's a bunch of people I've never heard of now. 
Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That see, that's what kills it for me. You know, I know some people on that show, and there are some people that are just stupid stunt things, like the Mickey Rourke thing that they did a while back. Yeah, yeah. Or the Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. But I think the show would be much better if they actually got singers, like all singers, to do it and guess. But whatever. I don't wear a turban, so <laughs> we are we are putting aside the mask singer. Indeed, <laughs> putting it aside and replacing it with. Something else. Dum, dum, dum. Which we've kind of been doing the whole time anyway, so that's fine. Well, yeah, I just figured make it a proper segment so I don't feel bad all the time throwing a show in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'll tell you what. Why don't you kick us off this week? What What did you watch? The first thing I watched is on Netflix. It's a Netflix uh original Uh, it officially came out in april um which is only a few days away behind us Uh, it was april 22nd is when it dropped on netflix it is called stowaway oh you watched that i watched it it stars anna kendrick tony collette daniel day kim and shamir anderson and this is uh it takes place i don't know in the not too far away future and it's a group of uh, three people have earned the right to go on this two-year mission to mars so you've got uh, tony collette who is the commander and then daniel day kim plays david kim he's a biologist and then there's a medical researcher zoe levinson who is played by anna kendrick and they take off and they're craft and they're getting ready to travel take that long trip to mars when something goes kind of cuckoo bananas wrong and they find this accidental stowaway who is tangled up within the walls of the ship and he's unconscious because he's gotten hurt okay and that destroys certain important parts of the ship that cannot be repaired and the whole thing was designed for three people, not four, and not the weight of a fourth. So when they took off, things were already kind of off kilter because that guy shouldn't have been within the walls. Mm-hmm. And things go bad and stuff happens and it's, yeah. In high school, I read a story like this and it didn't end up so good for the stowaway. And based on and and um, I think the story. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think the story was called the Cold Equation. Hmm. And basically, you know, you have to do the math when you're in space. You only have so much fuel, so much food for so long, and so much oxygen for yep. however many people. And then there's this one extra person. How do you decide? It, that is exactly what goes on in this. Although, the Wikipedia page says nothing about it being based on anything else. Well, okay. But yeah, every story is the same one told a different way. Yeah. And I always liked that story when I was in Mm -hmm. high school. Sci-fi always, you know, it's intriguing. What would you do? Mm -hmm. You know, and who decides? Yeah. So what what did you think of it? Because I looked at that and was like, okay, that looks good. But I know the end of that story. I, I, you know, I 
Yeah, I saw it coming. I knew it was going to happen, essentially. It just... It could... they. It was missing something. I, I don't know what it was missing, but it was missing something that made me care about any of these people. Do they give any kind of character exposition? Like, Oh, know, yeah, they try to give all that, and they try to make you feel bad for the stowaway, and then you hear everybody else's story, and it's just like, okay. I just I didn't care about any of them. So my last question is, couldn't they all just turn around? I think they have a reason why they can't turn around. I don't remember of what it was. I think there wasn't enough fuel even to go back. They just had to keep going with all the, the push and that they already had moving forward. I don't think they could have turned around. That's why I don't watch movies like that. Because you can kind of tell, I mean, and and ladies and gents and non-binaries who watch the who listen to this podcast, um, if you watch enough movies, you can tell by the trailer what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And especially since Netflix begins the trailer, whether you want it to happen <laughs> or not. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm watching this because it's sci-fi, and of course, I'm attracted to sci-fi things. And I'm looking at this like, this is not going to end well. So I'm not going to invest however long this was, an hour, 40 minutes or whatever uh, the fuck it was. 116 minutes. Okay. An hour and 56 minutes of my life not coming back, watching Space Depression. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. That's, yes. That's exactly what this was. Space Depression. All right. Okay. Well, thanks yeah. for saving me from that. Yeah. I'm saving everybody from it. Don't watch it. You're just not going to care about any of these people or what happens to them. You're just not. Mm, okay. So the first thing that I have, I, I don't know which one to talk about first, mm -hmm. but I'll talk about the one thing that you haven't seen that I have seen. Okay. Um, and it's called Hacks. Mm -hmm. And it's on HBO Max and it stars Gene Smart, who used to be on Designing Women. Uh, yeah. Way back, way back when, back in the day, but who is also concurrently starring in Mayor of Easttown, also on HBO. Uh, and she stars as a woman named Deborah Vance, who is a legendary uh, stand up comic in Las Vegas. Well, but she is a legend because she has had a career for decades and decades and decades, and her act is getting old. And she even makes jokes about the fact that the only people who come to see her are people who live in Florida now. <laughs> right, Chewie? <laughs> All right. So the the guy who runs the <laughs> hotel... Oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> Like it's, it's almost like you can't tell if it's the dog or your stomach growling. <laughs> if it's my fat ass stomach growling that loud, oh my god, I need some type of surgery. Oh, sorry, that was just really that's okay. So, the guy who runs the hotel where she's got a residency says, I need to take you off Friday and Saturday nights because I need a marquee act because you're not drawing them in the way that you used to. And and she gets all offended at this because she's a legendary star, blah, blah, blah. 
at the same time, there is a young comedy writer who used to write for, you know, a show. She was a hot up and coming writer. And she told one political joke once, doubled down on it, and then kind of got blacklisted. So she can't find work. Well, the older comedian in Vegas and the younger writer both just happen to have the same agent who puts them together and thinks that they could be good for one another because the younger writer needs a job because she's struggling right now. And the older lady needs younger material or else she's actually going to die on the vine. So it's a so it's a story that you've seen before. And right before the show, I was I was thinking of the last time I saw that show or the last time I saw that premise. And it was called Late Night and it starred Mindy Kaling and Emma Thompson. And it was only two years ago. Yeah. But what's cool about this show is Gene Smart. Okay. And in Mayor of Easttown, she plays Kate Winslet's mother. And here she is the glamorous, highfalutin comedian. But us, but she can act her ass off. And there's this one opening shot, and I am a sucker for a long tracking shot that is unbroken. And that's how this starts. And it goes from Gene Smart being on stage and on, like personality-wise, mm -hmm. to leaving the stage and gently going back and seeing all of her things that she needs to do. And then she ends up home, and you see that she's lonely and alone. It's worth watching. I like this show. And it's a show I'm going to stick with. It's called Hacks. It's on HBO Max. Okay. So, yep. And um, Hacks had its first three episodes premiere. Uh, we're recording this on, on Saturday. or Friday. Friday. Jesus, God, what is wrong with me? On Friday the 15th, it premiered <laughs> just this 14th? past Thursday. Right. So we're recording this on Friday the 14th. Well, this premiered yesterday, Thursday, May 13th, with the first three go. episodes. <laughs> uh, and then two new episodes will be released on subsequent Thursdays until the finale on June 10th. All right. So the next thing I watched is the new Angelina Jolie movie that is on oh. HBO as well as in theaters called oh. Those Who Wish Me Dead. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that yes, yes. didn't sound very good. Uh, I, uh? I mean, Angelina Jolie stars as what they call a smoke jumper, which is she works in the She's a specially trained wildland firefighter. She like parachutes into wildfires in the forests to fight the fire. Mm. And she's currently got post-traumatic stress because the last forest fire she was fighting, uh, three young boys were killed and she didn't save them. Okay. So she's posted in one of the, the, 
the ranger towers in the middle of the forest. Uh, and this guy and his kid are on the run from some assassins. I, I didn't really quite pick up on why he's on the run from these assassins. And they get the dad and the kid is running and he finds Angelina Jolie and she tries to save him from these assassins who are chasing him down and killing everybody who sees them, blah, blah, blah. They start a fire to hide that they killed, tried to kill dad or they killed dad and were going after the kid. And now there's a raging forest fire and Angelina Jolie has to save this kid, but there's also a storm and lightning and she gets struck by lightning and blah, 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 run, run, what fire, fire, fuck? dive into the creek, yada, yada. Yawn. Okay, so... <laughs> what the fuck just happened? I mean, <sighs> I, so where'd the kid come from again? Uh, Him and his dad are running away from these assassins. All right. I don't know what happened. We start the movie with the two assassin guys and a house blows up behind them. Hmm. That's all I know. And then dad is running with the, making his kid get in the car. And the kid's like, what's going on? And dad's like, we'll be fine. And I, I totally missed what was going on with them and why right. these assassins were after them. I just decided, except that assassins are chasing these people. So... When I first saw the trailer for this movie, mm -hmm. there are certain things that I buy. Um, what's her name in Angelina Jolie? Angelina, yes. There are certain roles that I buy her in, and I don't know why. Okay. I I honestly don't like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Totally bought her in. <laughs> um, you know, and I and Gia totally bought her in that. Oh my God, was she really good in that? Um. Maleficent. Totally I totally picked. I was like, yeah, she is Maleficent. Right. I don't buy her as a firefighter. I don't but... either. Watching this whole thing, I'm like, she is way too pretty to be up in this giant tower in the middle of the forest fighting forest fires. She's yeah. alone in a tower, yet she does her makeup and her hair. Yeah. Now, the second thing is being a, a middle-aged fuck like I am. And, and a movie nerd, when I first saw the trailer for this movie, it instantly made me think of a 1980 film called Gloria. Hmm. And Gloria starred uh, Jenna Rollins. Now, again, I know, folks, don't give me shit. <laughs> I get the fact that I'm talking about an old fucking blurry movie, but I don't give a fuck right now. So it's a crime thriller about a gangster's girlfriend who goes on the run with a young boy who is being hunted by the mob for information he may or may not have. Hmm. When I saw the trailer for this movie, I thought, okay, somebody dug up the script for Gloria and put it with generic firefighter story, you know, something, and poof, there's another movie. Hmm. And it just seemed like a like a hack kind of movie. No pun intended based on the, the show I just talked about. But yeah. would you recommend watching it? I, uh, no, I wouldn't. Because it, it just. 
It was a big yawner. I'm like, you know, the kid's going to be fine. You know, Angelina's going to be fine. You know, everybody except for the bad guys are going to be fine. Mm, good point. There was no, like, like, I didn't feel anxious, like, oh, my God, are they going to hurt this person? Oh, my gosh, are they going to make it? Oh, look, they're running away from a raging forest fire coming up behind them. Oh, look, there's the creek of water that just happens to be deep enough for them to go underwater and save themselves from the fire as it passes over them. Gotcha. Okay. You know, so, you know, I mean, the, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Meh. Meh. All right. Meh. What, okay. Here's a question for you. Would you recommend this over the space movie? Oh, God. Really? I have to decide between these two? You betcha. You're on an island with only one VCR, and the VCR can only play one oh. movie on loop forever. And you have to choose between that abandoned Anna Kendrick piece of shit or this Angelina Jolie piece of shit. Go. I would throw the TV into the water. <laughs> I wouldn't even turn it on. <laughs> I might keep it book, just Bill. for the the white noise static. That that might be all I do. Wow. Okay. TV. I would not sit through either of these on repeat ever got it so before i jump into the full thing that i watched at least episode one of i just want to make mention of like the 10 minutes i caught of a new show called chad chad and Ch Chad, the Chad. Chad is on TBS, and it's a story about a Persian teenage boy during high school who desperately tries to fit in, cope with his mother's dating life, and reconcile his cultural identity. You know, typical teen angst kind of stuff and all that, but also trying to do that and his culture and all that. But Chad is actually played by a comedian, and her name is Nasim Pedrad. And you know her from Saturday Night Live, and she's done a whole bunch of other stuff. Hmm. She was in uh, the Will Smith version of Aladdin. Uh, like I said, she was on Saturday Night Live, uh, Scream Queens. She's been in a ton of stuff, but she produces this show. Hmm. And and she also stars as Chad. Okay. I, 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 I know, Chewie. <laughs> Chewie did just make a stomach-like noise. By yeah. So I watched it for 10 minutes, and then I thought, you know what? I should give this show a solid try. But you asked me something, and, the, and, and I have to give a, an answer to it. You asked me, in that 10 minutes, did you form a solid opinion about the show? Mm -hmm. And I did. Okay. And I did not think that those 10 minutes were particularly funny. Oh. Now, that being said, I took them out of context. Mm. You know, I didn't I didn't see enough of the show to see if funnier bits had happened before, the characters that Chad was dealing with, who they were, what their setup is and all that. So I'm taking these 10 minutes that I watched and saying, "Meh. Will you go back and watch the whole thing?" Uh, meh. Oh, okay. I, maybe. Maybe. Like if I like if I if I think about it, I will go back and give episode one a watch. Okay. All right. Okay. 
the last thing that I fully watched, which you watched more of than I did, mm-hmm. is Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. Yeah. I watched episode one out of eight. How many episodes did you watch? I think I got up to like six or seven, maybe. Okay. So I had first tried to watch it like the day before. And I was like, blah, another comic book hero movie, blah. And I had turned it off. And then Dwight's like, have you watched Jupiter's Legacy? Let's watch that. And I was like, fine, we'll put it on. You've you've been humoring me and my constant Korean dramas. (laughs) We'll watch Mm -hmm. something you want to watch. And then suddenly I was a little more invested than I wanted to be. He goes up to bed and I kept watching. Okay, so my review of this comes from episode one. Okay. I would keep going. Fair, because that's what I did. And and so there is a a businessman, and all of this kind of jumps back and forth between the present and 1929. Yeah, yeah. When... A a businessman whose father commits suicide when the market drops in 1929, they go to an uncharted island where he, his brother, and several other people receive superpowers. So they form this superhero team with guiding ideals, first and foremost of which is never kill anyone. Then there's another one, never interfere in political matters. And because those have remained unchanged, the leader guy, who's played by Josh Duhamel, by the way, mm-hmm. who's actually aging quite well, um, he's called the Utopian. But because he is Utopian, he's got two kids with another superhero as a wife. And... Because he was off being a superhero, he was never really there for his kids. And one of them is always trying to live up to his father's ideals. And the other daughter is your typical teen, angsty, I'm going to go in, drug addict, drunkard, you know, dad never gave a shit, and blah, blah, blah. So I'm watching this. And I had to call bullshit on one thing. So in the first episode, when when they're all battling the big bad dude, the guy who was good and then turned bad. Oh, yes. The big dude, beefy dude with the glowy chest like Iron Man with, thing. But he's like, right. looks like he's made of stone or some shit. Yeah. That right. guy. And and Josh Duhamel's character, who has a foot on his chest, by the way, who cannot get up, who's just been pummeled within an inch of his life. The entire team has been has had their ass handed to them. And the big bad dude is about to, as Josh Duhamel puts it, go nuclear. Meaning the entire team would be eradicated, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, the sun comes in and in one powerful punch and he and he has all these voices in his head like the kid will never live up to the father and blah and yeah. I've got to prove myself angsty boy he, yeah angsty boy <laughs> he comes in and punches the fuck out of the face 
of the bad dude putting a hole in his face. Yeah, he crushes the dude's face in. He crushes the dude's face in. And kills him. And kills him. The father chides the boy for saying, you broke rule number one, never kill anyone. But you all were going to die. Right? Which would have meant that super bad dude would have gone on to kill and pummel so many other people in so many other places. Yes. He saved the team he saved by doing the that. world, possibly. Possibly. And yet dad is going to be all utopian on his ass. Yeah. Now, granted, I didn't get past episode one. So this series is based on a comic series that was first published in 2013. And essentially, that's what this whole thing is. It's the old school superheroes dealing with their their kids who are the new school superheroes and how some of their ideals and rules of the old school just doesn't work today. That's essentially what it all boils down to. I'm sorry, and that's kind of as we go on, we find out why he felt nobody should we shouldn't be killing people, blah, blah, blah. My big issue is they olded up Leslie Bibb and Josh Duhamel yeah. in the worst it, and it and oh, Ben terrible. Daniels Ben Daniels gets olded up as well. And it just looks it's so fake and awful. So yeah. I'm like, why? Why didn't they just get old actors to do this? Then I'm like, oh, because there's flashbacks. There's flashback, 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 yawn. And if these guys were adults in 1929, how old are they now? They're older than my fucking dad who was born in 1929. Well, they said well, that I know in the they're show. they're superheroes, but I'm just right. like, these guys are just like, really? I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it because, yeah. you know, superheroes, even Superman doesn't age at all. Actually, he does. Does he? Well, every yes. movie I've seen, he's never fucking aged ever. So, I mean, yeah. no, he does. <laughs> so if you watch the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, well, that's because the actor gets older. But in the comics, I believe. And David, what's up, David? I'm sure David Rivera will fact check me on that. All right. Fact check us. But I'm pretty sure none of these superheroes have aged at all ever. But I'm pretty sure that Superman ages just very, very slowly on Earth. Okay. All right. But yeah, it just it looked terrible. And I had just seen a Korean drama where they olded up an actress in even worse ways. So I was just even more annoyed at the the way they aged them. No kidding. You watched a Korean drama? But I'm they, st- I'm just, they aged someone and it just was so fake and terrible looking that well, this also just made me, reminded me of how terrible that looked. And this just didn't look any better. I, I think they, well, it's, it's enough to make me watch episode two. Yeah, well, I kept going and I was kind of I had to look it up because I was really confused. Like, is this modern day now? Because the daughter, she looks like 80s girl, the way yeah. her hair is and the makeup and the, the jewelry, everything about it screamed 80s to me. 
And the brother was really ambiguous time frame. Could have been any time. Jeans and a t-shirt, really. So I was just, I kept Googling, looking it up, trying to figure out, well, when is present day? Is present day like now? Or is it like present day 1980? Because then I'll buy the not entirely aged look of people who were adults in 1929. But they just, it just, I wasn't buying. I don't don't know. Yeah. it, it the the story is intriguing, but it tries to give an R-rated twinge to things like the Avengers, and I think movies like Watchmen did a hell of a better job. Yes, yes, doing the R-rated realistic version of superhero life that superheroes have very ambiguous morals. I, I, and, I, and yeah, all this that. is. Kind of like the boys. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is very similar, but I feel it's worse. It's not as good as the boys. Oh, not not by a long yeah, shot. Because season it... one of the boys yeah. was amazing. Yeah. This is the boys, but not so good. The boys is superior to this Jupiter's legacy. Yeah. And I hate to say that because I, I wanted to like it. I really did. And I kind of, but if you have to cherry pick what you like in something instead of saying, gosh, I really dig this, then you might be looking a little too deeply because it's certainly not for everybody. You have to be into superheroes and comic books and. Yeah, there's definitely, you need to be somebody who's into the superhero stuff to enjoy this or even deal with it, put up with it. Uh, there's uh, yeah i, I really uh, yeah that's about all i can say um i mean i kept watching it but it, it it has many flaws it's not that great it's very cliched you know the guy with the psychic ability he's got to put his finger to his temple to make that psychic ability work which was stupid i watched I'm that like, it's almost like they had that ben dude what was his what's the ben actor's daniels name? Ben, ben Daniels. Daniels yeah. Okay, l- look like you're trying to take a shit, but put your finger to your temples at the same time. Uh, yeah. To, Wh- why? To prove that you're why? using your mental powers. Why does everybody with mental superpowers have to put their hands to the, their fingers on their temples to get that power to work? I don't know, but that they do the just, same thing. And all of them. They, even yeah, they, the X-Men, the... Exactly. Michael Fassbender did it as his uh, as his Magneto. Ian McKellen did it as his Magneto. Um, What's his name? Patrick Stewart does it. Magneto has psychic abilities. Yeah, I thought he was just magnetic guy. Well, he is, but he uses his mind to do it. it well, whatever. Well, Who it, cares? See, that's different than you than you know psionic powers to jump into somebody's brain. Yeah. Okay. That's but yeah, he's still, you know, yeah, blood born. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with today's show, instead of mass singer, bleh, (laughs) you see what I did there? Instead of the yeah, I did Mm -hmm. the blah. Yeah. You're going to talk about what now? Some foreign shows. (gasps) Dum, dum, dum. Or as regular listeners would think, you know, yeah, nothing okay. new. Okay. <laughs> well, but first, there's several streaming apps that I cannot get on my TV. So I 
decided, screw this noise. I want to have these apps that I can't get. So I went and bought a new Fire Stick because the one I have was so old and trying to watch anything on that is like, I can't even, there is nothing comparable to the pain of watching something that never stops buffering. Mm-hmm. There's just, just no, there's nothing. It was just awful. So I got a new one and I was able to load up the app that I wanted. And even though Amazon and NBC Universal Peacock aren't really playing nice to each other, you can sideload the Peacock app on your Fire Stick. So I did that. Sideload. That is what it's called, sideloading. It's not a native app to the Fire Stick. The Fire Stick has an app that you can get that's called Downloader. And then, following instructions on the internet, you type in a code from the website of the people who made the Downloader app, and then they get you a, the file that is the Peacock app that is current and up-to-date to load onto your Fire Stick. And then it works as if the Peacock app is native to your Fire Stick. Okay. Technical jargon, blah, blah, blah. Many a step. But I was able to finally check out this Peacock app and see what the fuck do they even have on here? Is there anything that I really care about? And now I have a a device where I could load apps that I can't find for my TV. Okay. I'm a little more happy now. And it was only like, I don't know, $30 for this Fire Stick. Yeah, they're all basically yeah. like 30 bucks these yeah, days. Yeah, the new there's a Fire Stick and then there's the Fire Stick Lite. They are exactly the same. There's like a $10 difference and the actual functionality difference is in the remote control. The Lite remote will not turn on your TV. No. That's the big difference is the remote for the Fire Stick on the Fire Stick Lite will not control your TV which whatevs because my tv remote actually works the fire stick like i can arrow over to the apps i want to use so i don't even really need the fire stick remote what other apps were you interested in getting that uh there's one that lets me watch asian korean chinese dramas that netflix doesn't have called vicky Mm -hmm. and that's the one that i really wanted But also, I think there's Acorn TV that gives me British television uh, that I couldn't find on my TV. And I don't remember the other ones I was looking for, but there's some other big ones that I can't find for my TV. But off the top of my head, I can't remember what the rest were. So while while this appeals to the geek in me Mm -hmm. about being able to access that much more, it's I'm so going to ask this. I'm going to ask. Yes, I know, and that—that's where I'm going. You're smelling. Yeah. You're smelling what I'm about to cook. Mm-hmm. How much more do you need? That's a good to, question. You know, and I get wanting to have it all because in yeah. the day of streaming, I don't even understand why Disney Plus is different in certain countries than it is here. I think Disney Plus should be Disney Plus everywhere. I think it's, well, I'm not going to, that's, it's got to be licensing stuff with local network things. That's got to be what it is. I'm sure. But whatever. But at the same time, it would be nice to have 
the availability of everything. Yeah, to have the choice of I want to download this one, why can't my TV get it? But we have discussed on this show many a time about how much is too much. Yeah. And then you're telling me I have to go through some rigmarole. If to... you well, you have a, a Roku, don't you? I do. But doesn't I thought Peacock played well with Roku. I don't have Peacock on my on my Roku. I just do it through my cable because I have Comcast. Oh, cable. well, there you go. OK, I don't. But, have, but yeah. it's OK. But it's not even just Peacock, which I think is an app uh, you on Comcast sucks. Mm -hmm. But I just have way too much to watch now between Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, oh HBO Max, yeah. Yeah. regular TV, you know, and my life. <laughs> Yeah. That yeah. that, you know, I don't need another hundred channels of something and to have to go through steps and the Internet to get them side loaded. Yeah. Well, I just I wanted to see what's on Peacock. That's what I really wanted to see. And I so I was poking around and yes, the Peacock app has all of Battlestar Galactica, which I already bought from Amazon. So I don't really need it for that. Especially, I think there's commercials too through the Peacock, Peacock. app. I think because I'm not paying for it, it's I'm at the free level of Peacock. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I did find a show that I hadn't ever heard of. It's a British sci fi show, go figure, and it's called Intergalactic. This, oh, this reminds me of something to tell you, but go okay. ahead. This one's called Intergalactic. When you, it's, if you're not paying for Peacock, you only get one episode and that's it. That's it. But oh, it wow. premiered in England on April 30th of this year on their Sky One network. And so the year is 2143. After, as it, is. as it is, that's what this is. The year is 2143. There's a Sky cop named Harper. She gets set up for a crime that she had nothing to do with. And without even really a trial, just, hey, we've got this proof on video that you did this. She is put onto this, this ship with other criminals and shot up into the sky to, I guess, the space prison. And, of course, the other convicts with her have, have some ultimate plan to, I don't know, take over the world or whatever. And there's a mutiny and there's somebody who's like some big baddie that's on the ship and mom, who is some government person on the planet discuss, you know, it's like, Hey, I found out that my daughter didn't really do this. This was a big fake thing. You need to get her back. And then the space prison, uh, light speeds away. And that's the end of the episode, essentially. It was really cheesy, really cheesy. Like, think Red Dwarf cheesy. Oh, wow. That's cheesy. <laughs> cheesy effects. Uh, and actually, that kind of dovetails into what I was going to tell you about and, when you're done. Yeah, And I, I, I don't know that if I definitely would not pay to watch more of this. Definitely not. Not. Uh, but if it was on, I don't know, like sci-fi late at night. I'd turn it on and watch it a little bit here and there. Sure. 
I just think we're getting to the point, or we've gotten to the point, we've actually surpassed the point <laughs> where TV shows now and movies and all of that depend so much on the yelling and jumping up and down and saying, pay attention to me, pay attention to me to get you to even watch them because the absolute just amount of content now is is overwhelming. Yes. And therefore, not saying that, you know, I wouldn't sideload something to get something else. Of course, that would be kind of nifty. And again, being the geeky guy. Yes, I've got this. It's kind of like hacking the fire stick. It is, yeah. A lot of yeah. people used to hack the fire stick. Yeah, that was my first ever fire stick was one that was hacked. Yes. Right. Um, but now it's just like, no, man, I got I got way too much. Yeah. Just say no to drugs because I, I just have way too much to watch. Well, yeah. But funny enough, I was looking for stuff to watch today and Hulu now shows the original Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Really? Yes, oh, it does. I'll have to, I'll From have to 1981, people. I will have to go find that. Get on that train. Like, I was looking for more other things to watch for for the show this evening. And I'm going through Netflix and I'm finding things and realizing I've already seen that. Finding things and going, oh yeah, we watched that. God, when did we watch that? That was so long ago that we watched that. Did I even talk about that on the show? I don't know. And I realized, okay, I'm like, Netflix, I got to put you aside for a bit because I, I think I've seen everything on Netflix now. Mm. And I went to HBO and I found this show. It is a foreign show on HBO. It's yeah. from Norway. It is the first Norwegian language series produced by HBO Europe. Oh. Yeah. This is called Beforeigners. Like before okay. and foreigners as one word, Beforeigners. And it's a kind of a sci-fi-ish cop show where... Present-day Oslo, Norway. Ha suddenly, these lights of flashes appear in the water. And then people start popping up in the water. And it turns out they're like from the Stone Age or the Viking Age or the 19th century. Mm. And this is has it didn't just happen in Norway. It happened around the world. Where people from out of time are popping up and they're like time immigrants who don't even know where they came from. They speak in whatever language of whatever, wherever they're from, Old Norse or what have you. And then two decades later, these foreigners are kind of like refugees trying to assimilate into modern day society. And one of the the, the women, the women before her, she's like a Viking warrior girl. She has joined the police force and she is the first foreigner police officer. And they find a, a woman washed up on the beach who has been murdered. And she is a Stone Age tattoo, rotten teeth person. So she's clearly a foreigner who has been murdered. And now our fearless detective who found all these people popping up in the first place 20 years ago 
has to work with the new uh, first day before our police officer to solve the murder. So here, here I go again, <laughs> being all negative Nancy like I am. This one was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty good, and even with the subtitles, there were a couple some jokes that were really kind of funny that I caught. But it's not meant to be a funny comedy. No, this is a a serious detective sci-fi show. Did you ever see the movie and or subsequent TV show on Fox, Alien, Alien Nation? Yes. Yes. This did kind of remind me of Alien Nation. There was another show that I caught on Netflix forever ago where it was took place in, I want to say it was in New Zealand, where there were... Uh, I want to say they're like cavemen type people who are in modern day, but it's not like they came from no, they just, this was this other group of people that everybody hated. There's very much like a, a racial thing they were trying to show, but with like cavemen cave people. Yeah. Which it was, it, yeah, that, that was not a well done one. This one seems far more interesting. So of everything that you watched this week, is that your pick? You know, yeah. Of all the stuff that I have for this week, this is the one. I've only seen the first episode, too, because it was almost time to record. Um, but I definitely want to go back and, and keep watching it because I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Okay. And everything that I watched this week was just kind of, eh. Hmm. So I've got news this week. News! Yeah. So thanks as always to David Rivera. Shout out to David. David! Always. So hang on. Let me, let me, let me find his news feed. Hang on one second. <laughs> and, I, and I call it his news feed because <laughs> he will find stuff. And, and I love him to death for doing this too because he keeps me in the know. Mm -hmm. So the first thing was a piece of news about Picard. <gasps> Ooh. The one possible thing worth watching on CBS, Paramount, Plus, All Access, whatever the fuck they call it this week. Mm -hmm. So Picard seasons two and three are shooting back to back. Well, that's probably because fucking Patrick Stewart is in his 80s and they want to make sure they get season three in the bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I, I am not calling the power for this. I have thought the man is is a UK treasure ever since the 1985 movie Life Force, but we won't go there. Mm. Uh, seasons two and three of Picard are shooting back to back, and Q and another Borg invasion are going to happen. <gasps> now, what he what he sent me was this tweet by some Yahoo named Robert Meyer Burnett, Viceroy of blah -de -de blah, trying to be cool and shit. Whatever, and he says. And he says, such scintillating subject matter, yawn, can the stewards of modern Trek do anything original? Well, dude, Robert Meyer Burnett, if you watch Star Trek, we clamor for this shit. <laughs> yeah, really. The Borg and Q made up Picard's Star Trek. That's why they're going for it. If you want to nerd out and find something new, 
It's called The Mandalorian, and it's fantastic. <laughs> Go there. It's called Korean dramas. Watch them. <laughs> like I said, it's called The Mandalorian, and you should watch this. All right. So the next piece of news, he uh, David sent me. This, there's a new fucking Saw movie out now. There is? Yeah, it's called Spiral from the Book of Saw. Mm. And, and Chris Rock is in this in a dramatic role. Mm. Although I don't know how much actual drama there is in a Saw movie. Mm. But Samuel L. Jackson is in it as well. But it opens to a 46% on the tomato meter, but a 72% audience score. In other words, it looks like shit. So I'm going to wait for it to appear on HBO before I even try. <laughs> but I was telling, but I was telling David, I, I gave up after Saw Four. I think by Saw Two, I was like, okay, I've seen him. I'm good. Yeah. So bleh, we'll see how that one goes. Catherine Hahn, yes, most recently seen in uh, Wandavision, yes is uh, added to the cast of Knives Out yes. 2. Along with Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, and Dave Bautista. Cool. That's quite a lineup. Knives Out that's was such a, a fucking lineup. fun movie. Yeah, that's yeah. quite a lineup, and I'm excited. And uh, Craig, what's his head, is coming back. Daniel Craig is coming back. Well, he's the detective. Yeah, he's got to yeah, come he, back. That, well, not necessarily. They could have come up with a new, I don't know. I mean, they're making shit. I don't know. Somehow, in that weird sentence, I understood exactly what <laughs> you meant. I'm glad you, go, I'm glad you speak Patty, because that's important. Because you know, and the thing, <laughs> and the Daniel Craig, he could come back. You, you Why never not? know whether they, they're going to have him come back. They're doing stuff, yeah. And the last piece of news <laughs> I have, the the teaser trailer for the Friends reunion trailer. Oh, right. I I don't need that. And Friends, the reunion debuts on HBO Max on May the 27th. I just, I, I, I watch Friends now kind of in this, I have to watch it in a time machine because I don't think Friends has aged very well. Well, even, you know, aging just... In general, they stopped being my friends a long time ago, and I've moved on. Yeah, I've moved on. Like like you do, like when you live in a neighborhood and you make friends, and then you move away to another apartment and you make more friends. Exactly. And maybe you might run into them every now and again, and you're like, oh, cool. But then you move on. And then you move on. But anyway. Anyway. So the friends, so the friends thing dropped, if, if you're in. And I watched the trailer. It is literally the six of them walking in slow motion away from the camera and you can just tell it's their older selves and it says friends the one where we get back together or some shit like that mm. may 28th yeah so do us a favor log on to the watchlistpod.com click on that contact us button or engage us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod have i been an absolute tired wretched fuck this show <laughs> or am or, or am i right and being cynical about the shit that we're watching cuz i i feel like i have been nothing but a grumpy bastard <laughs> this entire show oh my gosh i'm ooh. <laughs> Damn, did that just come out of me? Yeah, wow. Ooh. 
what I meant to say was log on to what I just said and do what I just said to let us know what you're watching this week. Let us know if you agree with our opinions or you know what? Uh, let us know what else you're interested in watching and we will check that out as well. And let me know if I was a grumpy fuck this show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um, well, thanks Patty. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you for putting up with me this show. No problem. All right. right. Uh, We will catch everybody next time. Sure will. All right. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.